This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We help. Some people out from the 940 went to watch that Commander's video. Great watch. Thanks for the heads up. If you get the opportunity, it really was very good. And if you're catching up, Jalen Hurts officially out. As we thought for most of the week, Gardner Minshew will be the starter Saturday against the Eagles. And in this hour, we will give away tickets in the 100 level to that very game, the Eagles and the Commanders. I will let you know when it is time for that. But doesn't Gardner Minshew like doing yoga naked or something? Maybe. I don't know that, but that does sound like a Minshewism. Like when he was with Jacksonville and yeah. having a nice little run for a few games, like weird stories came out about him in college. Now, Mike, I hope this doesn't hurt your feelings, but I believe Corey has made his decision, and he has not answered the phone. Oh, he's not even doing anything right now. He he knows not to answer from our station. I mean, if you look at the if you look at the clock, you're like, that means they want me to be on air. And you, I remember one time I got called while I was on a date, and I was like, okay, they want me to be on air. There's no chance I'm doing that. He's not on a date right now. I. Don't know that I'm to be the fact. Corey while we're doing <laughs> Are this show. you? Okay, well, I'm glad your focus is mostly on this show. All Thank right. You. I'm excited about this segment. I'm, I'm typing in Gardner Minshew naked. And okay, what that is not what this segment is about. Naked so, yoga. Sorry, I forgot the yoga. Results part. may vary. No, yes. <laughs> We've talked a lot about what's got wrong, gone wrong for the Cowboys, especially in the last couple of weeks. I feel like there's been a lot of negative attitudes towards the Cowboys, and I totally get why. But what and who has gone right? For them this season because there are some positives is for the first time tomorrow for the sorry I'm just now finding out that perhaps Jerry Jones will not be on our show tomorrow and he might be jumping on with the morning show yes are you pumped about that that means you get to review it okay yeah you know what that actually is true you don't even have any questions ready for him oh I definitely did how did you lose that game Jerry (laughs) But for the first time since, I believe it was 95-96, the Cowboys have won double-digit games in back-to-back seasons. For the first time in 15 years, the Cowboys have made the playoffs in back-to-back seasons. So there's definitely been things that have gone right for the Cowboys. So my question is, what are some of the things that jump to mind that have gone right for the Cowboys this year? Tony Pollard. That has been something that for the last few years, people have wondered, can he be a bigger part of the offense? He got named to the Pro Bowl team, and I think that is a big positive. I don't know if he's going to be on the team next year, but I think it is a big positive that you really needed to take pressure off of Zeke. His body is withering away because, you know, 
For some reason in the same draft, Derrick Henry seems to keep getting stronger and running for 200 yards every game. But Zeke has had a very nice season. But Zeke can't carry the ball 20 times a game for 15, 16 weeks. You needed somebody to step in and share the carries. And he's kind of taken over as, if you want to call him a lead guy. It's it's barely the lead guy, but he is a little bit of the lead guy. And Corey doesn't want to answer the phone. He has responded through text. Oh. I put, what are you doing right now? I love you. And he goes, I'm at my mom's. I love you too, honey. And I said, Kevin loves you too. And he says, I also work with him. <laughs> oh, that is, man. That he is loves a me. Savage burn right there. He works with you. Wow. That, that hurts just a little bit, but we have learned not on a date and definitely loves Mike Bassick the most. I get it. I'm a lot. So he is next to his phone. He saw the phone ring. Oh, he screamed Joey's phone call for sure. I texted him and he immediately texted back. And so he just didn't want to talk to us. Well, I guess he wanted to talk to me. He loves me. Yeah. He works so are you, you. going to text him back and be like, hey, if I can prevent Kevin from talking, do you want to? Don't do that. That would hurt my feelings. You tell me what to text him right I now. think, no, Tony Pollard, he needs 31 rushing yards to reach 1,000 rushing yards for the first time in his career. He would become the 20th, he would become the ninth, excuse me, Cowboys running back to reach 1,000 yards, and it would be the 31st time a Cowboys running back has hit a thousand yards. Think about how crazy that is. That means pretty much every other season they have a 1000 yard running back. And there's been some great running backs in the history of this franchise. So I'm happy for Tony Pollard as well. So I think that is a, a major one. I hate doing this because I think I jinxed it. You were out last Friday and I literally asked Jerry Jones about the undervalued Leighton Vander Esch and how we haven't really talked yeah. about him this season yet. I feel like he's had a major role in the Cowboys having a great defense most of the season, yeah. turning into a good defense. Now we see it might be at best an average defense with the injuries. And I, I want to say Leighton Vander Esch, Vander Esch, a huge positive, but now he's going to miss this game, most likely miss the Tennessee game, and then they're hoping maybe he can play in the Washington game, and if not, that he's healthy for the first round of the playoffs. But I want to put him as a positive, and the other thing, too, is what stinks is we've always thought he always seems to get hurt and miss time, or he gets hurt and he comes back and he's not the same because he's physically not able to do what he did earlier in the year. So, I don't know. I'm talking myself out of saying Leighton Vander Esch. I still... I hear you. I still think he has been, I think he's been above almost anybody's expectations. And speaking of that, from the 682, I think Deron Bland has extremely exceeded expectations of just about everyone. So Deron Bland has four interceptions this season. He's the first Cowboys rookie to have four interceptions since? Diggs? Nope. Everson Walls? Nope. Kevin Smith? Larry Brown? Do you want to just keep guessing? All the bad. I can't remember all the Terrence bad. Terrence Newman. Ah, T. New. <laughs> Is he still in the league? He might be 46 and still did, somewhere. Did you call him T. New at yeah. the time? Yeah. Or is this all from Trevor Lawrence and <laughs> everybody know. is T. Law, T. This, it just T. Happened. That? Is, By yeah. the way, Corey wanted to make sure he loves you too. Okay. I said, Kevin's feelings are hurt. And he uh -huh. said, make sure to tell him I love him. Okay. Too. He knows I can be high maintenance at times. Is so yeah, I think Deron Bland is another guy that fits there from the two one four. I agree with this a million percent. We have a kicker that we can trust. Like 
Not that you're yeah, going to be in this crazy, situation. Because going into week one, we oh my gosh, uh, we talked about it when they signed Brett Maher after the competition between the two kickers was like, well, this doesn't work at all. Then we signed Brett Maher, and everyone's reaction was like a giant shrug, right? Like, all right, that's fine. But you signed Brett Maher. Now I tell you, I know you prefer to just win this game or whatever, but you have to play Philly in the divisional round. You're losing by two points. There's one second left on the clock and a 50-yard field goal. I'm taking my chances with Brett Maher. I yeah, really am. I feel pretty good about that. I don't feel awesome, but I feel uh, pretty good about that. I mean, I don't know if anybody feels like, yeah, we've won the game. We have a 50-yard field goal with a do-or-die situation, as in like our season you know, ends or continues. So you're not like super excited about that, but you feel like you have one of the best guys kicking that field goal for you. He is 9 of 11 on field goals from 50 yards plus. First of all, that's an 82% conversion rate, which is outstanding. Now, I know also you might be like, why have we had to kick 11 field goals from 50 yards or more? That's a fair point that we probably need to figure out. But the nine field goals made on 50-plus yards is the most ever in a season for the Cowboys. And if he gets one more, he'll tie the NFL record of 10. So he's he's already set the Cowboys record. He's one away from tying the NFL record and two yeah. from surpassing the NFL record. I know that this is an easy one, but Micah Parsons, is he followed up his rookie year with a, right now it looks like he might be fading away from defensive player of the year, but yeah. he's still in the top two, top three. He's in the top two. And so there's still, hey, he has a great game Saturday afternoon. He might vault himself back into defensive player of the year, uh, at least odds favorite type of a guy. But he followed up his first year with, so far, a great second year. Interviewing Tony Tolbert last night here on uh, the Cowboy Show, and I thought Kevin Gray, man, he does a great job of leading yeah, the show, Yeah, the Cowboys hour, he is yes. fantastic. Is, I asked Tony Tolbert about what and he said. And on the get right, 7-11 on yes. the fan. And what he said uh, to Von Miller about his body being more beat up this year. He's a little bit more fatigued right now physically because of playing defensive end so much. And Tony Tolbert, if I'm kind of saying what he said correctly last night, is they and he have to now make the offseason decision on are you a defensive end? Because if you are, you have to change your body. Yeah. He has a linebacker's body playing defensive end, so you're going to get beat up there. Your body's not prepared to handle that position even though he's playing it. So if they want him to become a defensive end next year and not a linebacker, then Gotta he needs, alter your he body. needs to change yeah. his body. And I'm, I'm assuming that maybe means putting on 15, 20 more pounds, being yeah. able to you're, – you're getting pushed and hit every play, double teamed a lot, or – Stay your same body structure. We got to take you off of defensive end, you know, 30% of the time. Now, I'm, I, Tony Tolbert didn't go that far into it, but I'm assuming if you want him to keep the same body, you got to play him maybe 50% of the time at defensive end. No, that makes sense. It, it, but if you want him to be a defensive end, I do agree with Tony Tolbert the way that J, um, the way that his body right now, Micah Parsons, might be not failing him, but really – you know, hurting a little bit is, all right, well, let's change your body into a defensive end's body. This one's good from the 682 because it's easy to forget as we progress through the season. By the way, Mike, that was an excellent analysis of future steps from Micah Parsons. I did not want to skip Thank over you. that. Very well done. Thank you. I love you. Cooper Rush stepped up while Dak was hurt. Yes, that's I, I know we're far removed from that, but that is somebody who helped kind of keep yeah. your season afloat. From the 972, 
I think people will still dispute that, dispute this. I'm feeling more and more comfortable with it. You have found your no-doubt number one wide receiver in CeeDee Lamb. Put aside what you think, like you personally. Right. Do you think that's where the Cowboys fan base is? Because I do not believe that the Cowboys fan base is, without a doubt, CeeDee Lamb's the number one wide receiver, or a number one wide receiver. I would say it's close to 50-50, but I'd lean towards they probably want something a little bit better. That being said, I do think, at least going through this with my son the other day, that he's right on the borderline of the 10th best receiver in the NFL. Sure. You can move him up to about eight if you want to. He's kind of in the Dak Prescott quarterback situation, except there's obviously a lot more wide receivers. Hmm. Yeah. But it's like you can get him as high as eight if you want. You know, I think a lot of people would disagree with putting him that high. But if you put him like at 18 or 20, I think a lot of people would disagree. Like you've, you've now ranked him too far down the list. He's somewhere in that kind of probably 12 to 15 range and that's pretty good but I know and you I I know I messed this up since we're talking about CD Lamb and you know who this projection is about yeah. but 98 catches 1320 yards seven touchdowns that's his projection for the season that's that's pretty good I know the yeah, touchdown yeah. touchdown touchdown totals you would like to be better but 98 and 1320 that feels like a number one wide receiver yeah. because you could be a number one and not be to your point. Right. Like, ain't Justin and Jefferson and Tyreek Hill? Sure. Quarter, all quarterbacks are different. All receivers, are, they're all different. But uh, I think Dak loves running backs, handing it off there, and he also loves tight ends and in goal line. I think red zone is is not defined well enough because when you're at the 18, that's very different than being at the four yard line. Absolutely. And, and Dak is not a good thrower to watch. Look, he wasn't good with Dez, and I know Dez was fading in 2016, 17 in his career because of injuries. But Dez was catching a lot of touchdowns with Tony Romo in the red zone area, and then all of a sudden that stopped yeah. for the most part, not yeah. completely. Yeah. Why did it? Well, Tony was better at getting the ball to big kind of wide receivers there, and Dak isn't or wasn't. And so I think that it will be tough for a wide receiver with Dak Prescott, and he's going to be the quarterback the next five years, to really get a 12 or 15 touchdown situation because Dak is not in shorter plays going to rocket that ball into wide receivers for a lot of touchdowns. He throws touchdowns, but it seems like he likes tight ends more. By the way, just real quick, a immediate look at the fan text leads me to believe that, yes, there is a pretty big split among Cowboys fans. Because for everyone that's like, well, he's obviously at number one, there are people who are like, he's not even close to top ten in the league. So yeah. sometimes you just have to throw your arms up in the air. Uh, this might be my favorite one from the six. That's what makes two. sports fun. Absolutely. And miserable because our teams always lose. Why can't we just win all the championships? Do you think you get desensitized to that? How many years before you're like, great. It's like Boston's run. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like we just win, like every yeah. year. Yeah. I don't know. It would be fun to find out. <laughs> yes. Yes. I certainly agree with that. From the 682, biggest surprise, positive surprise of the year. Stephen Jones interviews have been surprisingly decent this season. Let's go. Yes. I love that. That's what I'm talking about. And then this was the biggest one for me the turnovers. Everyone was like, well, turnovers are unpredictable and you're a regress and blah, 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 blah. Last year, the Cowboys led the NFL in takeaways with 34. Guess who leads the NFL in takeaways right now? Philadelphia. No, they're second to the Dallas Cowboys. I knew we were better and favored by, I don't even know what it is. It's still at six right now is the last I saw. 
So the Cowboys have 26 takeaways. So first last year, first right now, I think that has been a huge positive as well. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, this segment is going to be awesome. Uh First of all, we're going to have Mike likes it, and you know that's going to be great. We're going to do our premium Cowboys ticket giveaway in the Lunch Rush and the Expressway, plus the Combo Platter Holiday Edition. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. Text in. Give us a sports opinion. And then, what is your favorite Christmas movie ever? All of that is next right here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. This segment is going to be a blast. We will eventually get to Mike Likes It in this segment We will give away tickets to Cowboys-Eagles. By the way, those tickets are in the 100 level, which is incredible. But we are going to start all of this with the Combo Platter Holiday Edition. 877-881-1053. You have to give us a sports opinion first. And then, what is your favorite Christmas movie of all time? Because I already see some people... Just saying their Christmas movie, or some people saying Shady McCoy can suck it. And I guess that's a sports opinion, or is that a sports action verb? I'm not entirely sure what we're doing there, but Mike, I know you love Christmas movies. Would you like to start this thing out? Well, I have to have a sports opinion first, right? Yes, and you seem surprised by that every time. We've been doing this for a quite a while. I know. But it doesn't mean it's going to sink in. Okay. Right. Yeah. So you, know, you feel, you know what, actually, Mike, that's a great point. That's on me for not <laughs> understanding the way this dynamic works sometimes. My sports opinion, just because I want to will this in, and I think it will because of Jalen Hurts' injury, my sports opinion is Patrick Mahomes is going to run away with this MVP. Okay. His last three games on Christmas Eve, the noon game. He is home against the Seahawks. Usually teams traveling from the West Coast to, I know it's not to the East Coast, it's to middle America, but uh, I think that he can have a very good game. Seattle's fading right now tremendously. Seattle's defense looks very suspect, so I think he can put up a very nice offensive uh, game there. Then the Broncos, who they're horrible, they do have a decent defense, but I, I think that that's an easy win at home against the Broncos. And then they're going to have to play it out because they're trying to keep the one seed. Remember, they do not have the tiebreaker against the Bills, and they don't have the one seed right now. But 
what they're hoping is the Bills lose one game and they went out. Then at the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders will have nothing to play for Yeah, uh, that last week. Uh, Kansas City will have a lot to play for. So I think he can throw 10 to 12 touchdowns in the last three weeks of the season, put up huge numbers while Jalen Hurts is sitting out. We already know he's not playing this Christmas Correct. Eve, which hurts that he's not going to get the spotlight that everybody thought he would have. Because this is, yeah, you're right if about he, that. If he would have had four touchdowns, right. whether they're running, passing, and throwing for 300-something yards and beat the Cowboys, I think that would have sealed the MVP for him. But he I can't agree. play in this game. So I think that Patrick Mahomes runs away with the MVP at the end of the year. And good for him. I think he should win like a whole bunch of MVPs in his career. And do you want to, before you say it, Joey, do you want to fire off the audio for Mike's yeah. favorite Christmas movie? Where do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. This is a full-blown, four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're going to press on, and we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap danced with Danny f***ing K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down that chimney night, he's going to find the jolliest bunch of this side of the nuthouse. Yes, Christmas Vacation. Tremendous. That is the best Christmas movie. Second on my list is Elf. Um, so I love those two movies and I love when he loses it because it happens in families. I don't feel like this is the most well-known and certainly not the most quoted, but I think my favorite line in that movie is when Eddie shows up and he goes, are you surprised? And he goes, surprised? If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I don't think I would be more surprised than I am right now. I think that is such a great line. That's and, an RV, Clark. Yes. By the way, when they are walking in Walmart and he's getting those the dog, dog foods, food, you can see the outline of his private parts <laughs> oh tremendously. God. He is wearing, su- Cousin Eddie is wearing such tight slacks. I don't know if it's intentional or not, but I mean, you can see Cousin Eddie's um, private parts really well in that scene. Okay. Thank you for that. Hallelujah. What's the next book? No, never mind. You might, no, no, no. You might, I know, I know. You, thank you. From the. You always worry I'm going to do something crazy you know on what? the air. I wasn't the only one. Joey stopped <laughs> taking a drink back there because he also was worried. From the 785, Tony Pollard is going to be with the Bills next year, and the best Christmas movie ever is Gremlins. You know what's interesting about that is Gremlins is 100% a Christmas movie. I don't I feel understand. like that debate comes up the way it does with Die Hard. Because it doesn't hold up. I watch Gremlins a year or two Why? ago. Why? Because you can watch that person push the tree over? COVID, and it's just like, this isn't good. Like, the way I remembered it as a kid and just scared and how... It's it- not as family-friendly as Gremlins, I believe, and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom were the two movies either responsible for creating or being the first PG-13 movies. I feel like you're going to have a weird Christmas movie. I don't know why, but I just feel it. I don't know what what you're going to have. That is not a bad guess. We'll get to that in just a second from the 512. Dak will never win a Super Bowl. Next five years is going to be a waste. Home Alone is their favorite, you filthy animal. And from the 972, the reason the Cowboys can win this weekend is because Dak has the best game of the year. And his favorite movie, or their favorite movie, is It's a Wonderful Life. Have you seen It's a Wonderful Life? And have you seen it recently? 
I think it's super boring and can never make it through the movie. Okay. It's black and white, correct? That is correct. Okay. Did you know that that movie won a special Academy Award because they figured out how to do snow well on hmm. camera? And they were they were like, I don't know how we're supposed to figure this out. And then they did. And they're like, here's your Academy Award. Yeah, a couple of years ago, I got really obsessed with like watching the old like classics. And I saw, so I watched that. I watched Miracle on 34th Street and like some other ones. So I definitely got in the throwback theme right there. Joey, Joey, you get to go next. Give us a sports opinion first. Okay, well, per usual, I'm going to stick to hockey. I would like the NHL to go back to their old playoff structure and put it back to one versus eight, yeah. two versus seven. I do not enjoy the wild division. Card. And, yeah, you get the two wild cards and you get three from each division because I think it hurts teams that – play well in the regular season and you finish second or third i think it gets a lot of better teams out early and because you get the sense real quick joey i'm sorry do you get the sense that most people don't like this playoff setting the most confusing thing is a non-hockey yeah i don't think i I don't think anybody well because they wanted to do it because they wanted to get those in division like rivalry like games in but you know like teams hate each other enough these days (laughs) and they play each other enough to that those will naturally come out i think that's a great i think that's a great opinion you know what it kind of reminds me of is the way the texas high school football playoffs are set up when they split into big school small school because sometimes the best Mm -hmm. two teams in the division are both big school and all of a sudden you're playing other teams you're like hold on that's not a last place team i'm playing that's the second team from that division so i hear you on that and that's a great point and i think you're right that most people are like I don't care for what is your favorite Christmas movie I went with elf so Mm. Mike's second favorite movie uh one of my favorites that's one I think it was right at my age too like growing up this is one that my parents always uh would put on during Christmas time and I picked one of my my favorite scenes as well and uh, what can I get you for Christmas don't tell him what you want he's a liar let the kid talk you disgust me how can you live with yourself just cool it zippy You sit on a throne of lies. Look, I'm not kidding. You're a fake. I'm a fake? Yes. How'd you like to be dead? Huh? No, he's kidding. You stink. I think you're going to have a good Christmas, all right? You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. Okay. He's an imposter! Santa smells like beef and cheese. He does. (laughs) I. Is that the most quoted part? Like... It could be you smell like beef and cheese, mm-hmm. or it could be you sit on a throne of lies. Yeah, I have another line from that movie Elf that awesome. I, I feel is criminally underrated. I gotta watch it tonight. The manager at that department yes. store is top notch. Is when he comes in, he's like, "You guys seen the store?" <laughs> As if you couldn't tell. He, he looks around. He goes, "It's pretty good." I want to know what would have to happen to like really impress him mm-hmm. because it's the most amazing thing anyone's ever seen. He's like. It's pretty good. He's like, corporate must send somebody in. He goes, yeah. we need to stick together. Call me on my radio. Santa's got a brand new bag. Yeah. <laughs> Make work your favorite. I mean, I honestly, when I went to Rockefeller Center, I thought of Elf when I saw the, the tree. Christmas tree and everything. Yeah, I know it's in zillions of, whether you're watching a New York Giants game this week, they're going to show, or the Jets tonight, they'll show Rockefeller Center. They're even though it's not anywhere close, like that's not where they play. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like when they show downtown Dallas for a Cowboys game. But 
From the 682, Dak will be gone when Sean Payton arrives. Hmm. I would like to know financial insight into that. And then Friday after next is the best Christmas movie. From the 469, Cowboys will tag Tony Pollard and Batman Returns is their favorite Christmas movie. Batman Returns is another one. Is that, that I, with the Penguin? Yeah, and Catwoman. And, and there's a lot revolving around Christmas in that movie. I know some people will dispute, but I think that is an excellent selection. Is from, I haven't watched really. Have you, have you watched a lot of Christmas movies this, this holiday season? No. Neither have I. So I need to, well, I've watched some off the beaten path Christmas movies like Netflix was like you should watch El Camino Christmas. Let me give you a heads up. Is that- you you should not. Is if you have an hour and a half and you're like I would like Is to that watch the Breaking Bad thing. No, that's oh. that's a different thing. It has a bunch of famous people and you might oh, I like those people. It is 90 minutes of mediocrity that you will never get back in your life. So I have not Good day. I have not watched a bunch of Christmas movies just yet. What's that quite new yet. one with Will Ferrell and Ronald R- Ryan Reynolds? What is that one called? Uh, Spirited? Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, that's kind of funny. I don't think they, it's great, but they I did that it was whole solid. scene about Good Day means F you. Yes. Back in the day. That is true. That is on Apple TV, I do believe. Oh, okay, sorry. I, I couldn't remember what I th- we had. I thought that one was fun. I still didn't get a chance to watch Violent Night just yet, but I think I am going to. Is my sports opinion uh-huh. is that third down conversion rate on offense will be what keeps this Cowboys team afloat. They have been on fire in the last five games and really moved up the charts for the last entire third down, season. They got a touchdown. Yes. They threw it to Noah Brown. He deflected it right to number, I believe, something other single digit guy, and he ran it all the way. Yes. To I, I think it was third and four. Yeah. I'm thinking more. You, that counts against you for oh. conversion rate, even though it ended in a touchdown. It did not end in a touchdown for you, so that counts against I need to you. Know how stupid Lashawn McCoy is once again because I follow David Hellman and he has to deal with that moron. We should have David I, Hellman on as a proxy to talk I, about. I just need to know when Lashawn McCoy got the ball and Noah Brown had a good game up to that point, but unfortunately. He kind of lost the game. If you say who lost the game, unfortunately, in the end, Noah Brown's missing the ball lost the game. Is when LaShawn McCoy got hit in the chest with the ball, was he like, hey, dumbass, that's a horrible pass. (laughs) How in the world am I supposed to catch that? You know you're throwing an interception when you hit me in the chest. And I'm not a big Dak Prescott fan. I don't want to defend Dak Prescott. I think he's one of the reasons they lost that game. It was a horrible decision on the throw to Dalton Schultz. I believe it was a Dalton Schultz right over his head, wobbly ball, intercepted. That changed a lot of the momentum of the game. But, like, it's amazing that LaShawn McCoy's like, that was a bad pass. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he watches the game. I think you're trying to Stephen A. Smith it, but he's not smart enough or coy enough or whatever I'm looking at. He's McCoy. Yeah. There are times when I think you're probably right. Now, you said you think my favorite one is an obscure Christmas movie. That's what I assume. You are correct. All right. Fire it off, Joey. World wars, old age, marriage, and weak men like you. Men who don't have the guts to survive in the real world. Men who are just scared little boys, intimidating everyone with their aggressiveness because they're afraid the world will find out how small their p***s are. No, lady. I'd like to tie you to the back of a truck. You don't have the balls. 
No, no. This one I had Don't. It's not worth it. What? I know. I know. Mary, gag your grandma. That is the movie The Ref. Came out in 1994. Kevin Spacey's in it, so I don't know if I should actually still claim that movie or not. Dennis Leary is in it. It's all set on Christmas Eve when a burglar takes a family hostage. It is fantastic. And the Ref? The Ref. Dagger Grandma. I've never heard of it. It's not, I'm, I, I do not believe it was a big hit at the time. I do not feel like it is very much uh, talked about. Yeah. I remember when I brought it up. You're the first person who I've ever heard mention this movie in my life. I mentioned it to my wife that that's my Christmas Eve tradition because it's set on Christmas Eve, like after the family leaves and everything. She's like, I'm sorry, I've never even heard of that movie. And I'm like, that's fine. What's your favorite movie that people know about I really, Christmas? I really Home like, Alone? I love, Home Alone is great. I love Love Actually. Uh, I think you should watch that with my wife because I don't want to. That she loves it. Okay. And I'm just like, "Ah, whatever. We tried to convince Colby to watch it once. We're like, hey, look. That's based off of that movie where they do that sign thing that that I see the commercial for. Is it T-Mobile a thousand times of football game? It has so many famous people in it. It has Liam Neeson. It has the bad guy from the first Die Hard. There's naked people in it. Some dude does like three girls at one time or something. I thought. Is that in the movie? And then I think eventually it's four. Is I thought we could convince Colby to watch it, but he's like, it has love in the title. I'm not watching it. And then The Night Before is a more recent one. It has Seth Rogen in it. Is that Skeletons or something? What? No. Okay. I'm really curious what that what that is. Well, I think The Night Before Christmas, I think, has Skeletons. Oh, yeah. yeah the Nightmare that's, Before that's Christmas. Yeah. Okay. No, this one's just The Night Before. It has Seth Rogen and Anthony Mackie, who's now in the Marvel movies and stuff. It's really fun. Yeah. I actually think you might like that one. Okay. Love Actually, just to me, I don't I'm sure I might like it if I ever made it through the movie, but I just doesn't feel like. I'd rather watch Elf, Christmas Vacation, uh, The Grinch with Jim Carrey, Home Alone. Right. I feel like those are four of my major go-tos for Christmas movies. Okay. All right. I can... And I don't mind the new one. I thought the new one with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell called... No, yeah, Spirited. Spirited. It's it's not bad or anything like that. I I could watch that again and probably laugh. Uh, through through some of the, the things that they were doing. No, I could definitely see that. Appreciate all the people jumping in there on the text 877-881-1053. The Texas Rangers from the 469 will make the playoffs in 2023 and White Christmas is the best Christmas movie. That was another one of the old ones that I watched from the 972. The Mavericks are going to make a trade that makes Mike Giddy. Huh. I don't think that means we're getting Josh Giddy. I hope so. And Bad Santa is the best Christmas movie. I've never seen Bad Santa because usually we watch Christmas movies with the kids. And that's probably, from what I understand, not one I want to sit down with. My boys are now 12 and 14, but probably still too young to be like, hey, let's watch this thing. I I would say maybe the ref is not for them either. Maybe the night before is not for them either. I have this question to you because I don't know. And the fan text can respond to this. The person who said, hey, the the Rangers are going to make the playoffs. I think one of the reasons I'm so upset with this Mavs season is I had such high expectations for it. Right. If you remember, I think I picked 54 wins and going to the NBA Finals or winning it. Yeah. I can't remember which one. Honestly, I was just like, come on, they can do it. They can do it. I'm going to believe. I'm going to will this into because I want the Mavs to be so good this year. And that's why I'm so disappointed this year. 
and so frustrated with the way things are going. And then I just look at things and go, just, just lose, just lose. So we can maybe get like an unbelievable draft pick is, do you get more mad at a team when you have high expectations? Cause yes. for the Rangers this year, I'm like, Hey, I think they can play 500. So I'm not going to be upset if they go 81 and 81, but if you're that person, you're projecting 90 wins in the playoffs. Won't it make you really mad if they go 81 and 81 where I would be like, that was a good year. Yeah, no, I definitely think expectations like change people's anger levels or perceptions or anything like that. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We got Mike Likes It coming up in just one second, but I wanted to let you know that the AT&T 5G Fast reliable, secure keys to victory is here for the game against the Eagles. Dallas has to get out to a fast start, just like they have in the last two games. And I know injuries hurt, but the secondary has to be reliable. And then Dak and maybe his receivers have to be reliable and fast as well because turnovers will lose this game. And by the way, speaking of this game... Let's give something away. Caller number 10-877-881-1053 will win a pair of tickets in the 100 level and a parking pass to see the Cowboys play the Eagles. Caller number 10-877-881-1053. Once again, want to thank AT&T 5G Fast Reliable all that you're going to need. And remember, the Cowboys, they got to be fast, reliable, and secure via fast starts, secondary being reliable, and not turning the ball over. So Dak has to secure it with his wide receivers. And now, how about some Mike likes it? All right, first question. When did G's change? How long does 5G stay the best G? Because it used to be 4G. How long did 4G be the G? And then there was before that, it was obviously like, man, you have 3G. But now if you're like, man, I have 3G, they're like, oh, what are you living in? That's a good question. Medieval times. Seven years? I'm going to say seven years based on on no research and information. I'm going seven years. And 5G's been a good G for two years? That sounds right. Right around covid the 5G became which, the man. Which, by the way, led to a whole bunch of conspiracy theories and everything like that. So, by the way. About four four to five more years of the G. Uh, that's the what I'm going to say. I will say, not as many as y'all's. Like, not as many as Christmas Vacation, Elf, or even close. There are multiple people. Have seen the ref. Have seen and love the ref. All right. So, that makes me happy. I want to be friends with y'all from the 817. I have another question about Kevin. Let's get to know Kevin for just a second before we do a little bit of NFL NBA talk. Okay. What's your favorite movie ever? Is it a weird movie too? No, but it probably is not one that's going to surprise you. The Empire Strikes Back. Okay. The Empire Strikes Back is my favorite. For my birthday this last year, I got an Empire Strikes Back poster autographed by Billy D. Williams, which I thought was freaking incredible. If you could have an elaborate costume from Star Wars, what would it be? I think being Chewbacca would have been... I know I said that weird. Chewbacca. I think that would be fun. Also, my friend Sean got me... I was about to say a real lightsaber. I know that's, I know that's not true. Amazing. No, no. Not not a real lightsaber. You just but cut through that wall. It does, it does light up and makes the sounds and everything like that. And I've 
pretended to drop all of you my family multiple times. How come lightsabers sometimes just scrape things and then sometimes, sometimes they go, through, go things. through things like that's butter? I definitely have thought that. I try not to dwell on it too much, but yeah, Empire Strikes Back. What is your favorite singular movie? If I'm allowed to ask a question and Mike likes it. I don't. I like movies like I think everybody likes movies. I never heard something I don't like music or I don't like movies. Sure. Like everybody likes sure. those entertaining things. I don't know if I have like a one. See, I really like Braveheart. I would say that's a big time okay. one for me. Sure, I sure. really like Almost Famous. I, I love that That is movie. a really good movie. So um, there are movies that I love. I love the Star Wars movies, but I don't have a favorite Star Wars movie. Like you've picked out Empire Strikes yes. Back. I really like Return of the Jedi because that's the first one I remember as a kid watching. And that and that's something that plays in for a lot of people is the nostalgia level. Like, I've said this many times. If you love Christmas Story, like, more power to you. I saw it for the first time about five years ago. I thought it was awful. Like, I hated it. But I could see how if you watched it when you were a kid and you're like, I also wanted that BB gun. Like, I could see how that's ingrained in you for a while. I cry every time the little kid makes the free throws for Hoosiers. Okay, I I get that. Jimmy Chitwood, I'm going to make it. Like, I love Hoosiers. I love that movie. And, like, if you go back... I love Hoop Dreams, the documentary, but that's when I was a kid, too, you know? And I think that's why I watch so many bizarre movies, Mike, because I'm always on the lookout for, like... I saw a movie with Steve Carell and Keira Knightley called Seeking a Friend for the End of the World that I feel like a lot of people haven't heard of. I was like, this movie's incredible, or safety not guaranteed. Like, I'm always looking for a movie that's, like, going to be amazing. Yeah, and it's interesting. In the last five years, I can't tell you a movie that has, like... Oh, that's one of my favorite movies. I that like there's something in the last five years. I do look most of it's Marvel stuff, right? I mean, I think the one with Thanos when he does kind of win, yeah, is pretty stinking good. Inf- yeah, um, Infinity War. Yeah, I know the next one. Then they kill game. him, and, yeah. and that one isn't okay. <laughs> deal with it. it. Happened before COVID happened. Those are like you know the two. Those are like the two biggest movies ever. All right. Or two of the biggest movies. uh, Gosh, I've wasted a lot of time already. Um, Let me ask you this. I hope you have this pulled up uh, because I got you prepared for it. Yep. The Mavericks won last night. Great win for the Mavs. Super happy for them. Uh, They're 16 and 16. They are tied for ninth slash 10th place with the Minnesota Timberwolves right now. They they must have a tiebreaker over them because they're 16 and 16 and in ninth place. And Minnesota's 16 and 16 and in 10th place. In the Western Conference... The top six teams are Denver, Memphis, New Orleans, Phoenix, Clippers, Kings. Which one of those teams is not going to be in the top six when we get to the end of the season? I'm going to say the Sacramento Kings. All right. And that they're in sixth place right yeah. now. Uh, do you have the the major reason why? Uh, I I like just they're think. They're just not as talented. Well, I was going to say, just like Utah earlier in the year, though Utah is hanging Way right. tougher than I would have anticipated. But they've kind of come back down to earth. I would say the same thing about the Kings, but it might be because of the team I'm going to replace them with more yeah. than anything. So then the next question is, who's not in the top six? Like, I call it the real playoffs. Sure. Who's not in the real playoffs that's going to make the real playoffs in the West? I'm going to say, and you might hate my selection, I'm going to say the Golden State Warriors. No, I don't because hate it at all. They're, fanta- they're the most talented. Yeah, and they're fantastic at home. They've been fantastic at home for a long time. Their road record, I don't don't think is conceivably sustainable. Like even with three Curry, and sixteen, I know, holy e- guacamole! Even with Curry hurt, I do not believe they will sustain at that level. So if they get even back to mediocre, 
on the road with how good they are at home. I'm going to say Golden State subs in for Sacramento. Okay. I, I like that answer. That's a that's a good answer. Um, when you look at the Eastern Conference, is there a team in the top six? Milwaukee, Boston, Cleveland, Brooklyn, Philadelphia, and the Knicks that will not be in the top six at the end of the year. I went back and forth with making a bolder choice. Can I tell you the bolder choice I thought about? I'm going to think your bolder choice is Brooklyn will not be in the top six. That was my bolder choice just because I still wondered about the viability of trading Kevin Durant. They're 9-1 and one in their last and, 10. And that's the thing. And he has been on a roll and rocketed into, into MVP contention. And that's why I think they're like, hey, you still have Kevin Durant. You've got a shot. And so instead, I'm going to go with the lazier, but I still think fair, Knicks for Heat swap. Okay, and that's six and seven. And, and and like, obviously, Jimmy Butler's been missing some time. There's been numerous problems with the Heat, but I do still think the Heat are really good. And I think the Knicks are coming up in the world, but they have a lot of young players that they're drawing from. Okay. So I'll... I'll swap out Knicks for Heat. By the way, I tried to trade Zach Levine in the trade machine, and okay. I found this out. Uh, I forgot to tell you yesterday. He can't be traded till after January 14th or on the date of January 14th. So yeah. even though the December 15th date has happened where like a person like JaVale McGee can be traded for the from the Dallas Mavericks, to give you an example of somebody who I think the Mavericks want nothing to, de- to do with anymore, like with all the injuries, he still couldn't really play. Yeah, um, yeah. Is... There's a, a restriction on because of his extension Gen. that he can't be traded till January 14th or January 15th. So if the Mavericks are interested or other teams are interested, which the rumors are they are. Well, and just if you wanted something there, I saw some things that for both DeRozan and Levine, if they leave, I can't remember the other ones, but the Mavericks were fourth on the list for both of them, okay. like to get either one of those players. And since which I, which would be a change, they did not like either player I know, a few years ago, which we. Like, I know we've talked about Levine, but we also talk about what a great fit DeRozan would have been in this system. And since you brought up your favorite movie, somebody, I know a movie that has made an impact on you in the last five years. Top Gun Maverick. I do really like that movie. By the way, that movie is on Paramount Plus today. If you have Paramount Plus or want to try a free trial or whatever and you didn't get a chance to see it, Top Gun Maverick is out there today. All right. Betting with Basic. I want to do this today because I'm out. Tomorrow, I'm out the rest of next week, even though I plan on, I can't promise, but I plan on, on December 29th, we're going to be at Texas Roadshow, which yep. is the great card shop in Mansfield. That place is great. Is I plan on coming out there okay. and uh, saying hello. I can't promise it, but that's my plan uh, during the show and say hello. And, you know, Corey, he wouldn't join us on the show. He's he had his mother though. or mother-in-law's. Uh, I can't remember. It's on my phone. I just I remember reading it. Probably but. his mother-in-law's okay. might be my guess. I want to do betting with Bassic. Okay. And maybe this is from what people heard me say or thought they heard me say is going to be a little bit different. Okay. I, oh, I know what you're going to pick then. I'm going to pick the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. I, I think that they are plus five and a half. That number has moved back and forth Man. from six to four to now five and a half. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. I'm not positive about it. I don't feel good about picking this game. I think it's going to be something like the over-unders 47 and a half. So I am going to pick 27, 24, 
Dallas Cowboys. Okay. That does not cover the spread. Sure. I can see this game going the other way. I can see this being 27-24 Philadelphia. So because I see this being a pick 'em three-point game either way, I think a smart pick for me is to take the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, it's usually the way you don't like going because now you're all in on the Cowboys. Yeah, but it could lead to amazingness if they're able to get the win and get the win in emphatic fashion, do which you, I would love. Maybe you're going to wait till tomorrow. You can wait till tomorrow, but do you have a good feel for this game? You don't have to make your exact pick. Do you feel like the Cowboys are going to win this by a touchdown? or I think that is the direction I'm leaning, Okay, but... There's a difference between the question you asked, right, and my prediction. I would probably say that, but I think the feel of this game is all over the place because you're looking at a Cowboys team that Jalen Hurts or no, and I know he's out now, they have not been particularly consistent either. Do you want to pick a game against me? And if you don't, I would like to pick another game against you for fun. Even though it would be 20 bucks, but it would be fun. (laughs) Because tonight... Jacksonville is two and a half point dogs. You want. I I feel like here's what I sense. Jacksonville just beat Dallas. Jacksonville is now predicted to like win that division. Yes. Yet that would mean that they're duping me again. Right. Because they're saying put money on Jacksonville. Right. And really this. I think the smart money is to put money on the Jets because everything says, hey, Jacksonville's better than the Jets. Zach Wilson's quarterback. And look, look, look. And then they know they somehow know Vegas knows it's like Santa. Santa knows and Vegas knows. They're the two people that know. And uh-huh. I don't know how they know. So Vegas in this conglomerate is just the one person. Yeah. Vegas okay. and Santa are the same people. And what they, about Bo? They know the Jets. Bo used to know. Okay. And he then he to. blew out his hip and then he didn't know <laughs> okay. anymore. Fair enough. Is the Jets are probably going to win by three or more. But I would be betting with my heart here. I don't have a feel for this. Do you want to put 20 bucks on the Jets tonight? If you don't, that's fine. I don't. Okay, no problem. Maybe you could stick Corey with it. By the way, if he'll call us back. Corey gets stuck with a lot of things. (laughs) From the 214, the ref is a great movie. That might be the only thing I've ever agreed with Kevin on. All right, so like some positive and some negative in there. And we gave. Oh, man. Gardner Minshew. No way Philly wins from my buddy Danny. Uh, We. Stick it to me, Danny. We what the hell did you just say? Don't forget, we'll still do masterpiece of the week tomorrow at about 1:30. If you missed out on the 100 level Cowboys Eagles tickets, they will be doing that very same giveaway with the G Bag Nation in the five o'clock hour. Congratulations to our winner as well. Coming up next, NFL fact or fiction, or did we have to change it to fiction or nonfiction? We'll do that it's next, right here on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.